Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Kei te whakaronga mai koe ki tō tato au horihori. Hei hōtaka e pāna ki tō tato au whānui. I'm Alison Balance and this is Summer Science with Our Changing World. Now it's time for the something new I promised you at the top of the show. Each year we work with science communication students at the University of Otago who are tasked to make a podcast about something controversial. Then we pick a handful to play during the summer. Tonight's podcast is by Lana Young. She's interested in New Zealand fur seals and New Zealand sea lions, which were both hunted to the brink of extinction in the early 1800s. Their numbers have slowly started to recover, but not everyone is happy to see them back on mainland New Zealand. Tourists love them, fishers not so much. Lana heads out to find out what people think and what the facts are. So what do you know of the New Zealand fur seal? I honestly don't know a lot about them. They might be in danger? Not so much, to be honest. They are cute. Um, I know what they look like. I've seen a few when I was wandering around uh, the peninsula. I know that they're endangered. They were almost hunted to the brink of extinction at the turn of the century. I know that Westport has a seal colony. Some people believe they're almost pest status. That's probably all I know. Do you know anything about the New Zealand sea lion? Um, I probably wouldn't be able to know the difference between <laughs> the two. Hooker's sea lion is the rarest sea lion in the world. Oh my gosh. Uh, more than one, less than 155 million. Um, sea lion, sea lion, sea lion. I think that you... Penguins. 178. Could you tell the difference between a New Zealand for a seal and a sea lion? Do sea lions have whiskers and seals don't? I think so. It might be for a question. I think a sea lion is a lot larger, but not 100%. Fur seals and sea lions. What are they and what are they doing here? Seals and sea lions are both pinnipeds. This is a group of marine mammals that encompasses seals, sea lions and walruses. Both of these species are native to New Zealand but are some of the most endangered pinnipeds in the world. Whilst there are larger populations on offshore islands closer to Antarctica, Doc estimates there to be only about 150 sea lions and a number of thousand fur seals. These populations are just mere shadows of what used to be found naturally on the New Zealand mainland. I spoke to Dr Will Raymond from the Department of Marine Science at the University of Otago to understand why this is. Both species were much more abundant and both were impacted seriously when Maori arrived in New Zealand. So Maori hunted New Zealand sea lions for food and, and New Zealand fur seals as well. And they were responsible for the extinction of New Zealand sea lions on the mainland. But there were still New Zealand sea lions hanging on in their refuges, particularly in the subantarctic. With New Zealand fur seals, a slightly different story. Some populations still remained in remote parts mm-hmm. of New Zealand, so down in southwest Fiordland, for example, in some of the offshore islands of Fiordland, and also in the subantarctic, the places right. that Maori couldn't get to. So that's what happened with sort of first wave of human colonisation, and mm-hmm. then Europeans arrived um, and 
Rather than hunting them for subsistence, they were hunting them for commercial reason. There weren't any New Zealand sea lions left on the mainland, but they hunted the last of the New Zealand fur seals um, off the New Zealand mainland and also pursued them down on the offshore islands and the subantarctic islands as well. So it seemed like a pretty bleak story for seals and sea lions off the coast of Otago at the beginning of the early 1900s. Now, it wasn't until the return of just a few individuals that both of these populations could grow again. And we're seeing more and more sea lions and seals, especially now on the mainland. And they've come back. They hung on in the Subantarctic and in the Southern Islands. They started recolonising from the south and moving northwards. So the population now, I think, is about 200,000 estimated. It hasn't been accurately um, estimated, I don't think. But that's about 10% of probably what the original population size is, so still a fraction of what they were. And New Zealand's sea lions has been a steady increase as the number of female descendants of mum, the original coloniser, grows, then they're having pups, and so the, the population is slowly getting it's larger. Yeah. But it's it's pretty slow. I think it's on the order of, on average, about four or five pups a year. And, of course, it's the females, the ones you want yeah. to stay put and keep breeding so that the colony might expand. We're starting to see males and juveniles disperse from the subantarctics as well. So you see many more sea lions on the Otago coast, you know, still a fraction of the population. Mm-hmm. The main population base is down in the Auckland Island, mm-hmm. and that population is sadly still declining. But these endangered animals aren't welcomed back by everyone with open arms. There are some concerns amongst commercial and recreational fishers that with the return of these seals and sea lions, the fish stocks are depleting. At Port Chalmers, I talked to Bill Dixon and Evan Kenton, who have worked and lived in Dunedin for most of their lives. Could you tell me what you know about New Zealand fur seals? I just think there's just there's bucket loads of more seals and sea lions on the coast now than there was. Sometimes we used to go from the lighthouse round to Cape Saunders, and if you saw 15 or 20 seals, it was a lot. You can go around there sometimes in the summer, and there'll be a couple of hundred of them, and that's just the ones you can see from the boat as you go past. There's heaps of the bloody things. They're all over the place. What about the sea lions? All I know about sea lions is there's heaps of them on the Auckland Islands and we hardly ever used to see them here, but there's, a, there's quite a lot more of them around there. When I was a kid growing up in the harbour, I, I, I don't ever recall seeing a sea lion. And I remember one time when one did turn up, it was in the front page of the paper. Like it, was, it was a big deal. You know, they took it a photograph. You know. I can't even remember there being sea lions around when I was young. They've just arrived, I reckon. It's because there's no sealers anymore, you see. They're all living to an old age. <laughs> Do you know anyone who thinks that they are causing a problem with the fish? Have to ask the fishermen yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't really There's think. not many of the commercial guys. They, 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 don't, they don't really compete. I don't reckon there's enough there to make a difference. Yeah. But you look at the fish that's out there at the moment, like the mackerel and, and the barracuda and, and fish like that, and large schools. There's plenty for there's, everybody yeah, in there. There's a lot of fish around at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen the sea lions out there rounding the fish up. But they're not cleaning out their no. fish, I don't think. No. They're a nice, easy target for people to blame. Nothing to do with the fishermen, it's always the, the sea lions that have killed all the fish. Is it just that they're a bit of a nuisance that they get in the way? Is that why people don't like them? They don't really get in the way, they don't really worry me, but the salmon anglers are the ones that really hate them. When you see, a, you see a sea lion feeding, They'll have an octopus. They they mm. they actually yeah. do really like their octopus. And squid. Yeah, and squid with squid. Mm. I'm sure they get the odd one, but I mean, there's not enough seals to to kill to kill all the salmon that come back in the harbour. I talked to Will on what he knows of the foraging behaviour of these two species, and whether there could be a threat to the local commercial or recreational fishers, in his opinion. So their foraging ecology is quite different. New Zealand fur seals mainly forage off the edge of the continental slope, so they go out quite a long way, 
um, in relatively deep water and they're diving down to the animals of the deep scattering layer, things like squid and wectophids, lanternfish, those kind of things. They do eat other things as well. They do forage a little bit over the shelf. There's one study around Otago that showed that they forage a little bit more inshore in the wintertime, for example. But at pretty much all of the um, diet studies which have been done on New Zealand fur seals, arrow squid is a very large proportion of their diet. There aren't many recreational fishermen catching arrow squid. New Zealand fur seals aren't going to overlap with um, recreational take much. There is obviously a commercial catch for arrow squid, so there might potentially be some competition there. New Zealand sea lions tend to forage more inshore, over the shelf, and on benthic things, so things that live on the bottom. Uh, and they've got quite a varied diet, so things like octopus and skate red cod, potentially some blue cod as well. Um, and they also feed on some pelagic fish, things like jack mackerel and barracuda and stuff like that. So, yeah, the, there is potentially a bit of overlap with both recreational and commercial fishermen by New Zealand sea lions. But the numbers of New Zealand sea lions still around the Otago coast are so small that, you know, I, I really doubt that's having any kind of an impact. There was a study done by um, Chris Lallis and Corey Bradshaw in 2001. They kind of reviewed the evidence for New Zealand fur seals and basically came to the conclusion that there was no evidence that they were um, causing any decline in commercial catches and if you think about it it makes sense there used to be a heck of a lot more New Zealand fur seals you know 10 times at least 10 times as many as there are now and there used to be a heck of a lot more New Zealand sea lions before we hunted them all this was back in the day before human exploitation we also know that back in those days there were way more fish and we know from commercial um, fish catches that we've been depleting commercial fish stocks so back in the days there were more sea lions and fur seals there were also way more fish so it's not pinnipeds that are having the big impact on fish stocks, it's consumption by humans which is having a big impact on fish stocks. Despite this anecdotal and science-backed research about the sea lions and fur seals, it seems very unlikely that they are solely responsible for causing a problem with the fish stocks in Dunedin. So I'm wondering, why is it that there are still cases every year of deliberate killings of these nationally protected and endangered animals? Is it from our history of slaughter that people still feel it's okay to harm them? Oh, no, they, they, they know that you're not supposed to be killing them, I'm sure of that. Yeah, there's some, there's some stupid people out there, and, and I think it's pretty bloody short, bloody side of mindless sort of stuff. And it's, but there's not many. No, but very few people who kill a bloody oh. It's brutal, and these are, they're both protected species. You know, it's illegal. New Zealand fur seal populations are actually growing relatively rapidly. They're quite numerous, and they're growing quite rapidly. So... Isolated incidents, killing one or two seals, probably, although it's a terrible thing, probably wouldn't have much of an impact on the population. Different story with New Zealand sea lions. You know, these are these are highly endangered species. If one of the breeding females um, was persecuted, then it could have you know massive consequences for the um, recovering population on the Otago Peninsula. They're still at that tiny population size where you know a chance event could have a big impact on the population. If we get rid of one of those breeding females, it could be disastrous for the populations. I read a fact yesterday that the number of sea lions just in Dunedin is the same as the number of kakapo. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine many New Zealanders would be willing to, you know, destroy the population of kakapo. They're mm. a very loved animal. Mm. And I wonder why there's such a difference between the kakapo, which is on land, and the sea lion, mm. which isn't on land. Maybe it's because they're not as visible. Well, they're not visible at all. You can't see them. Yeah. Competition. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's bothered about kakapo eating their fish. Really? People think that there's more than there are. So sea lions normally camp on the sand, and the seals are in the rocks. Yeah. And that will be why lots of people interact with the sea lions over the fur seals. Because they're on the beach. Even though there's more seals. 
Are these animals which we should be wary of? I can't remember the last person who got bitten by a sea lion around here. You never hear about it, really, do you? It's been a few bitten, but half the time it's bitty. It's a, it's, it's our lot, pest yeah. I mean, they don't come up on the beach to eat purple, do they? No. The only time you see um, aggressive interactions, they're not really aggressive, they're probably defensive, um, is if you get too close to a, a sea lion on the beach and then it'll rear up and it might bark at you and, and chase you off a wee bit. But, you know, they don't move very fast on land. They're not exactly a great threat. But if you were to, you know, come upon one accidentally, it's, you know, they look quite like rocks when, you, when you're walking <laughs> along. Um, you could potentially accidentally stand on one and you'd probably get a nip for it. But I'd say most times it's, they'll either find them surprised them if they attack you. They don't really want to attack you. Those young ones will chase you along yeah, the beach. But... Yeah. So if you uh, give them their space and stay away, then they're not going to cause you any hassle. So it seems that whilst New Zealand sea lions do share some of the same food as recreational fishes, there are so few of them here on the mainland of New Zealand that we really have little to worry about. And I think we should enjoy having such a rare animal on our beaches. The sea lions and fur seals were here before we were. So if anything, you know, um, they're giving up their beaches to us. People are just, in general, just amazed to see wildlife on the beaches. and Yeah. Most people, if you tell them there's a sea lion there, they'll jump in the car, go down and go and have a look. What are your opinions of having the seals and sea lions on the beaches around Otago? It's amazing. I don't see a problem with it. I love it. I think they're so cool. I think they have every right to be there, so I have no problem with it. I think they're cool to see as well. It's a privilege, you know, absolutely amazing to be able to go down. Otago's so special. You can go down to any of these beaches and see New Zealand sea lions on the beach. Like, the numbers are increasing here all the time. Like, we never seen them when I was a kid but they're everywhere now, and they're endangered. Well, if they're endangered now, they must have been really endangered when I was a kid because we never ever heard of them. I like just going out and watching them, even if they're just sleeping, I think they're adorable. It's one of the most endangered pinnipeds in the world, and you can see them on the beach um, going about their natural business. It's a real privilege. That podcast was made by science communication student Lana Young from the University of Otago. She was talking to keen fishers and boat skippers Bill Dixon and Evan Kenton and to marine mammal expert Will Raymond from the University of Otago. That's all for now. For more, check us out on the web. rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. Ka kite anō. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.